you join me at a tremendously exciting moment. It's into your head, number 794, uh, the second episode in as little as seven years. Isn't it absolutely fantastic? We're really properly back. It's two episodes in a row now, and I haven't, oh, I haven't gone and disappeared off the face of the earth. I think that's abs- that shows real commitment on my part. I hope you, the listener, will show the same commitment by listening to this crap over and over again and patronising me and telling me it's great. That's what you should do. You have to, that's how you encourage the arts. You tell people who are doing uh, anything creative that they're absolutely fucking fantastic. Uh, so tell me I'm fucking fantastic. Uh, just don't do it in public because I don't want people to know I've got you trained to be uh, fucking trained like chimpanzees. Hey, can you train chimpanzees? Aren't aren't they the ones who go nuts and kill people? I don't know. Wait a minute. There's monkeys and there's chimpanzees and there's apes and there's gorillas. And then there's, oh, there's the gorillas who do the gorilla warfare, but not they're not the same as the gorillas that are gorillas in the animal world. They're people. Uh, when I was a child, there used to be reports about gorillas on the news all the time. They say, a load of gorilla fighting has been going on somewhere. There's gorillas all over the place. Gorilla, 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 gorilla. Uh, my father used to let me listen to all this stuff. I'd never explain to me that they weren't real gorillas. He'd explain the rest of the news to me. He'd explain all about, oh, which political party was in government, how they were forming a new coalition government, uh, what was going on in the world of banking where he works, uh, all this fucking fantastic stuff about the weather. Uh, but no, he never once occurred to him that his child, his impressionable child who's sitting there listening to the radio with him, might be wondering why the fuck there's gorillas gorillas in the news all over the world uh, causing trouble and why why they're not in a zoo oh no 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 parent is perfect Uh, if you don't mind i'm going to interrupt myself there for a moment uh no good reason other than the fact that this is the first time since the comeback uh that i've tried to interrupt myself and i want to see how it goes in the new setup i've new software and everything that i'm not used to so i want to make sure that if I ever do need to interrupt myself, uh, I'll be able to do it properly. So no, this is an unimportant, uh, well, for content purposes, it's an unimportant interruption. But please know that I'm important in terms of the, the progression of the show. And I've never interrupted myself on GarageBand before. Uh, so we're going to see now if I can do it, if it's possible, if I can stick this right in the middle of another segment and interrupt myself. Uh, and make it and make it believable that I've somehow travelled back in time to interrupt myself doing an earlier segment. If it works out well, I'll do another one where I travel forward in time and interrupt myself in a future segment. Or maybe I'll interrupt this segment. I'll say, oh, if you don't mind, this is the me of the past interrupting the me of the future who's had the temerity uh, to come and interrupt the segment from by me of the present. Uh, now I'm the me of the present too, but I'm from another present. It's only present to me. Uh, so you're, you're present and his present and we're all from our own presence. So we've all just as much right to be here as everyone else. Uh, this, after all, our podcast. Uh, but you get the idea. You get the idea. Anyway, back to the me of the past. 
he can't do he can't really convey excitement in a bungee jump unless it's going out live if i'm a pre-recorded podcast segment and i tell you i'm on a bungee cord there's no ah there's no drama in that because you already know i've made a home safely and that this is pre-recorded uh, unless, unless I've told you uh, in the preceding segment uh, that if I don't make it down from the uh, from the bungee cord safely, someone else will complete the podcast for me. As well as that, but, uh, I haven't told you that. on with today items that need to be attended to issues that need to be addressed topics oh topics we've got lots and lots of topics we're positively booming to the seams with topics you've got topics coming out of uh topics coming out of oh this empty can of uh red bull hopefully hopefully this will provide the topics that's hopefully how it'll work uh you pour this stuff down my gullet and then uh something comes out and into this machine here wasn't this exact machine i didn't have this machine until recently this is a brand new machine uh i had an old machine back then although it wasn't as old as it, as it would be now if i still had it it was seven years younger back then in fact there was between seven and 17 years younger back then because i used it for the first 10 years of the of the podcast uh so that would make it yeah that would make it uh between uh, seven and 17 years younger than what it would be if I still had it today. I believe I got rid of it two years ago, about the same time as I got rid of my childhood bear, Bowsy. Uh, threw them both in a skip. Although I, did, I didn't throw the machine in a skip because that's not allowed. I wouldn't do that. I disposed of it in a, oh, in a convenient way. Uh, I just can't remember where. Uh, I definitely got rid of it. Don't worry. I didn't. I don't just go throw it, throwing things in a skip mindlessly like uh, like there's no rules no no i'm well aware there are rules about what you can and can't put in a skip you can put your oldest bear bowsy and that's considered perfectly fine but an inanimate electronic device that's just used basically to type in ones and zeros and store them safely and arrange them until they make some sense uh, using your oh using your uh, artistic talent uh, such as you have uh, that's considered bad. No, God forbid you should use a fucking big metal box of rubbish to get rid of the fucking dead computer thing. Uh, I've seen 2001 A Space Odyssey. Computers are not to be respected. They're to be thrown in the skip like everything else. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. We treat them with kid gloves. We bring them along to some recycling centre. I say, hello, uh, would you mind getting rid of this in an appropriate manner? An appropriate manner would be to tear out a... Oh, tear out a fire extinguisher hose, except one that's been specially adapted to pump out fire, and you'd spray that at the machine, and you'd bring your kids along. They'd have a fun day at the recycling plant watching your old computer being sprayed with fire, and we call it... We'll tell the, we tell the kids it's the type of dragon uh, that we got from the... Uh, fire brigade museum the fire brigade used to carry these electronic dragons there was basically a fire uh, i believe i just explained there is a fire a fire spray thing for putting out fires except they would actually put 
They would put out fires from the... They would create fire, basically. Spray fire. It's for fighting fire. They used to fight fire with fire in those days because foam, foam wasn't invented yet and we didn't have piped water going to every fucking pavement in the world. No, no. You could, didn't, couldn't get water or foam on demand wherever you were. Uh, so, yeah, fight fire with fire. I was going to say it wasn't terribly effective, but I don't know that. I'm not a... I'm not a fire brigade historian. I may well have been very effective. If they're all used now all the time, I assume they found it to some benefit. Uh, otherwise, the fire brigade wouldn't have existed at all. That was the only thing they had, and they weren't shut down. Nobody came along and said, shut this fucking thing down. It's a completely ineffective service. No, no, they kept it going. So it's, it, the fire brigade still exists today. So I assumed it was effective in some way. Uh, I mean, that wasn't... I know we're talking about uh, the the Dark Ages, but they had governments who would decide whether or not the fire brigade... In fact, in the, in the Dark Ages, it has been more likely to shut down something like that. Uh, but they kept it going. So what does that tell you? It tells you that the electronic fire spraying devices that spray foam or water, but sprayed fire to fight fire with fire... Uh, were considered helpful in some way. In some little way, uh, they may not have been the most fantastic life-saving equipment ever we created, but at the time, that was... Uh, that was the... Oh, that was the latest thing. It was the latest thing. If that BBC programme Tomorrow's World had been on back then... Uh, they all they would have featured that. They would have said, here's the latest thing in firefighting. We're fighting fire with fire. Uh, fire that we've generated from a hose and the fire truck. That's why it was called a fire truck. Was, they're not called water trucks or foam trucks. They're called fire trucks. Fire trucks. Uh, just as a... Oh, just as the milk lorry wasn't called a... Well, it wasn't called anything else. It was called a milk lorry. They call it a milk float. Yeah, because you're supposed to think it's a cute little electric thing that floats along quietly uh, just above the tarmac and doesn't wake you up while you're, le you're leaving your pints of milk outside your door. Uh, but no, it was basically a truck. It was a big fucking truck. That's what a milk float was. Uh, they tried to fool you with language. That was branding gone mad. That's what that was. Maybe tell did go around. I remember when I was a child, we'd hear all about the, the milk glories. They'd say, oh, the milk glory, it's a milk a milk float. You'd see on advertisements, and you'd see fellas creeping around. Uh, very enthusiastic-looking milkmen leaving bottles of milk outside everybody's door, but not waking them up with all the clattering. No, no. They are considered the quietest, quietest thing on earth. If you had to hop on this machine here, it would probably measure at minus 10 decibels. And you wouldn't be able to hear it. You'd have to use, oh, you'd have to use some of these features in GarageBand just to make it audible. That's how fire, that's how fire, that's how uh, milk floats supposedly were. Uh, well, it's the same with fire, fire trucks. They weren't anywhere, they were never anywhere near as effective as people told you they were in the, in the fire truck advertisements. Well, that's, well, that's the way all advertising works. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it. You have to build things up to get a bit of enthusiasm out of people so they'll try stuff out that they haven't tried before. Uh, so don't clean. Uh, don't go getting all uh, your knickers in a twist over it. It's perfectly fine. 
perfectly fine, absolutely perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with it. There's no need to go around starting a campaign against it or against whatever it was. Uh, what are you going to start a campaign against anyway? Mil uh, milk floats, they're all gone. They're all gone. They don't exist anymore. Uh, every now and then you come across an ad somewhere with and it'll say, do you remember what milkmen were? Well, we can get one to you in your area. Just sign up to this website. Uh, I did that a few years ago. I uh, didn't hear anything back because they couldn't fucking find a milkman in my area. Uh, my area being Ireland. They couldn't find one in the country. So it was all bollocks. All absolute, pure, unmitigated bollocks. Uh, I don't know how the freaking hell they were making a, making a living, that website. They said, oh, find a milkman. Okay, here's my name and address. Find me a milkman. Uh, they didn't find me a milkman. And they said, oh, maybe they did. Actually, now that I think of it, I think they got back to me a few days later. And I just ignored it because I was no longer interested. I'd only signed up because I was drunk. I was no longer drunk when the email came. Two cats walk into a margarine factory. Uh, one of the cats goes straight up to the, oh, the straight up to the line manager and says, hello, uh, I can't help noticing that your security in here is quite lax. Uh, we're two cats and we just got in here. No problem. No questions asked. And the foreman or whatever he's, I called him says, well, that's because it's a fucking margarine factory. It's not a nuclear power plant. And you're a cat, not a terrorist. Uh, you're just going to come in here and talk shit to me for a few minutes and do pretty much what's basically the, basically just another two cats walk into a bar story, except it's in a different setting. It's in a margarine factory. And the cat says, where does margarine come from anyway? And the foreman says, oh, that's a good question. I'm very glad you asked. Uh, it comes from over there. Look, uh, just over there. Over there at the end of the plant. It comes off there ready-made. comes off there ready-made through a tap. And then it's bottled. <laughs> we bought it's bottled. We do bottled margarine here because we like we like stuff from the old days. They used to come in glass bottles. Uh, so we bottled the margarine. And the cat says, are you sure you're not talking about milk? And the man behind the bar, <laughs> except he's not in the bar. He's in the margarine factory and he's a line foreman or something, says, no, I'm quite sure as I don't mean. Wait, what did you just ask me? I forget. I was busy, I was busy stating what I was again. And the cat says, I don't know. I think you asked you something about, uh, oh, yes, do you not put the margarine in a tub? And the man behind the bar says, I think I've just explained very clearly that we don't. We don't put it in a tub. Uh, oh, yes, the cat goes. I was going to ask you something about uh, margarine. You seem to be implying that it's like a dairy milk product that would be put into bottles. And the man behind the bar says, no, and that's not what I'm suggesting at all. If I put coke Coca-Cola in glass bottles, would that mean I'm saying it's a dairy product? It would not. It would not. Coca-Cola is obviously not a, a dairy product. It's a it's a soft drink with vegetable extracts. I remember from last time I was still able to read the label before they made everything too small. Definitely used to say, so 
soft drink with vegetable extracts. Uh, and that's why we drink it, because we like soft drinks with vegetable extracts and a, bit, a little, little bit of caffeine in them. Although, personally, myself, I prefer the, I prefer the uh, small brand colas that have twice as much caffeine and weird names like Curiosity Cola, uh, the long-deceased Red Bull Cola. Uh, you can't get Red Bull Cola anymore. That's why the podcast went off the air for seven years. They couldn't get Red Bull Cola anymore. I was totally dependent on it. I had to go do something else instead. I went and did matchstick cats, uh, which just involves copying and pasting some drawings of cats that I made 20 years ago and writing stuff over their heads and implying that they're saying the stuff that's over their heads when they're clearly they're clearly not. That anyone who that anyone who has any basic uh, operating brain that can distinguish between what's real and isn't. The matchstick cats clearly are not talking. They're not even cats. They're just drawing and they're barely drawings as it is. They're barely, they're semi-circles that have drawn semi-automatically uh, with a couple of triangles as ears. Uh, Matchthecats.com, incidentally, if you're interested. And the cat says, wait, which one of us is talking now? And the man behind the conveyor belt says, I've no fucking idea what you're talking about. No idea at all. Although to your credit, it's quite remarkable. I can make out the words that are coming out of your mouth, even if I can't understand the, under, the overall concept of what you're talking about. I recognise all the words. You're enunciating them very clearly. Well done. You're clearly a very competent uh, humanoid cat. And the cat says, that's great. Can I have a job? So, and the man behind the conveyor belt says, as what? As a as an assembly operative for margarine. You want to assemble margarine all day for eight hours in front of a conveyor belt. You're better than that. That's not the kind of work you should be doing. A young, high-flying cat like you. You should be, I don't know, maybe you should be doing a podcast or something. Have you ever tried to do a podcast? And the cat says, what's the podcast? And the man behind Conveyor Bell said, I've no idea. I'm, I'm, I work in a factory. How the fuck would I know what a podcast is? And the cat says, just because you work in a factory doesn't mean you, don't, you can't know what a podcast is. Uh, lots of people listen to podcasts in all walks of life. It's not just for the intellectuals like ourselves, myself and the other cat. People like you, lowlifes like you who work in margarine factories. Although you're not really not that low down. He's here to be the foreman in charge of the conveyor belt assembly line or something. And the man behind the conveyor belt says, I'm only in charge of this side of it. All the operatives sit on the opposite side of it and I walk up and down on the other side of it where there's nobody except me. And the cat says, that's so you can supervise them easily, you fucking idiot. They put you on that side where there's nobody standing so you can walk up and down the empty side of the conveyor belt and keep a good eye on things and have a look at the stuff as it's going along the conveyor belt and supervise. That's not, they're not doing that to isolate you you fucking idiot and the man behind the conveyor belt you see that's exactly what i'm talking about you think someone like me could listen to a podcast and appreciate it and understand it and the cat says this is a podcast i'm pretty sure you could listen to and appreciate this uh considering it features you for a, a significant part of it it's been at least five minutes now you've been a part of it and the man behind the conveyor belt says, I suppose that's true. I suppose that's true. Although I only have your word for it. How do I verify that this is going to be a podcast? And the cat says, I'll verify it for you. Give, give, me, your, uh, give me your hand. And the man gives him 
gives the cat his hand, and the cat scratches it. He scratch, makes three very deep scrapes into the into the man, the palm of the man's hand. And the cat says, "What the fuck are you doing?" The cat says, "I'm verifying you. It's a bit like the way bouncers do in nightclubs. They they put a bit of paint on your hand or something. Such is my understanding. Uh, they mark you. So if you leave the nightclub and go back in, people will know. The bouncer will know. Oh, he's already paid his way in. He can go back in. Uh, so I've clawed your your hands to bits to verify you." And the man behind the the man behind the Mirabelle says, what exactly are you verifying, though? And the cat says, I'm verifying that you're, uh, you're accepted into the podcast listening community. You can come and get our podcast and listen to it and share it with your friends and understand and appreciate it and enjoy it. Uh, and I'm also verifying that you've been in it. If we use this segment, of course. Of course, you might not. Uh, the fuck are you drinking? There's a sign at the door that says, no food or drinks on the premises, please. And the cat says, is this not a food plant? And the man behind the conveyor belt says, it is indeed, it is indeed, but it's not a bring-your-own-food plant. We make the food here, we assemble it. Uh, from the very beginning, we bring in the raw materials in a secure lorry through the back door, and then we put them on the conveyor belt, and then they come off the other end as completed food. Uh, you don't get to come in and uh, interfere, bring in other foods and beverages. And the cat says, what's the worry here? Is it that I'm going to pour some of this beverage into the margarine? while you're not looking and the man says that's exactly what it is yes or also that he'll need if he drink enough that he'll need to piss soon and that you'll piss somewhere and then the fooding although you won't piss in the margarine you'll piss somewhere and if a food and health inspector comes in here and smells cat's piss uh, he's going to shut us down he's going to be like Gordon Ramsay on that thing he'll say shut it down shut it down there's a fucking cat pissing everywhere shut it down Shut it down until you stop pissing. And the cat says, that doesn't make any sense. I'll, I'll have stopped pissing by then. I won't be con doing a continuous stream of piss uh, for several hours. So if he comes in and says, uh, shut it down until the cat stops pissing, then it'll be open again within a couple of seconds. I'm not that good that I can go on pissing for hours non-stop. That's more of a dog thing or a horse thing. I'm a cat. And the man behind the conveyor belt says, you know, we do have a fucking toilet. It's right over there. And the cat says, that's nice. Well done. Do you want to go and have a piss? And the man says, as a matter of fact, yes, I do. Uh, but I can't just abandon my job. Uh, may not be a nuclear power plant, but it's important what we do here. What we do here is important. Uh, what we do here is going to affect what's in the ground with the coal millions of years from now. And the cat in front of the conveyor belt says, are you trying to get a running theme going through this podcast? And the man says, I've no fucking idea. I haven't a clue what the fuck. And the cat says, that's fantastic. Is that the alarm going off? And the man behind the conveyor belt says, I think it is. I think that's the, that's the alarm for when the... Oh, when the other thing that's in the oven is ready. What did you put in? Was it the mushrooms? And the cat says, yes, it was the mushrooms. Uh, hang on a minute, hang on. I'll go and turn them off now and take them out, if you'll excuse me just a moment. And the cat says, I will indeed. I think you've just knocked over your <coughs> your beverage. And the cat says, shut your stupid ugly face. Excuse me a moment. 
Ah, hello, it's me again. I completely forgotten that I ended that segment saying, excuse me a moment, and I'll be back in a moment, and all that crap. Uh, was it meant to be me saying that I'd be back in a moment, or the cat in the story saying that he'd be back in a moment? It's not completely obvious to me. Uh, suffice to say, I haven't been away for all those hours that have elapsed in the meantime. I came back, well, I came back shortly after and recorded an extra segment that went elsewhere in the programme, and then I came back to this and heard myself oh, heard myself say something about being back in a moment. I'm already coming back for hours. That all happened hours and hours ago. The mushrooms went fine. Uh, well, at the time, if I remember rightly, they weren't quite ready yet, so I put them back in for another ten minutes, and I thought, I'm not going to continue recording because the alarm's going to go off again in ten minutes, and that'll just ruin everything. It'll fucking ruin everything. Uh, but I went off and played it up plated up everybody's dinner and then the mushrooms are ready so I put them on top of all the other crap there you go I've been cooking a load of crap all day not out of any enjoyment it's just duty it's my duty to cook the crap that everyone eats in this house and so so cook it I do I cook it I do just like every ah, just like every householder has since the beginning of time uh, since back in the dinosaur era when men used to go out and Oh, they used to go out and roar and scream and hunt down other dinosaurs and eat them and bring the leftovers back to their families and they'd say, here's this crap. I didn't enjoy hunting it down and killing it, but I did it anyway because that's what you have to do to bring in, oh, to bring in the bacon, so to speak. How did they call it that? Did they, did they call it bringing in the bacon? Uh, wasn't there, wait, bacon is pigs, isn't it? So and they have some sort of hogs of some sort, maybe not the modern day pigs within the dinosaur era. I'm sure they had something that was comparable to a pig, just as they had things, the pterodactyls, which are uh, comparable to today's modern day chickens, uh, just slightly different. And they had dinosaurs, which are, which are pretty much the same as the modern day cows or horses or whatever you want to compare them to. As everything can be compared to everything else. That, in fact, that's how you, that's how we understand the world and see it by comparing we see stuff we don't know about and we compare it to other stuff and we said we say it's even more that or less that in comparison and that's how we define it and that's how we figure shit out that's how language works it's perfectly normal uh, anyway uh so it's nice to say i did all that cooking stuff and then i came back in here and i did this Obviously, when I came back here and did this, uh, the segment I recorded after I came back in did not discuss this. Uh, that's why I'm discussing it now. Uh, or I would have discussed it. I, would not, I wouldn't have just... Uh, oh, wait, I would. I would. Why would I come... My bollocks. Bollocks, 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 bollocks. Bollocks. Uh, well, if you don't mind. Uh, well, whether you mind or not, unfortunately, I'm going to have to interrupt myself this time there. Uh, it's out of necessity this time. It's not just a test. Uh, I just came to realise uh, after making that segment that uh, somewhere I had a... Oh, I clicked the button somewhere that I still have to find. I clicked the button saying uh, voice isolation, uh, which means you couldn't hear my harmonica at all on that segment. Uh, even though I was playing it right into the microphone, I just couldn't hear it. The fucking thing isolated my voice and ignored anything that wasn't my voice. The absolute fucking cunt of a machine. So my whole uh, song is ruined, basically. But don't worry about it. It was pretty much a rehash of last week's bollock song. Uh, it was a bit much, to be perfectly honest. 
cats emerge from a margarine factory. One of the cats goes straight up to a passing taxi and promptly gets run over. Uh, the other cat goes up and says, oh, you've ruined this, you've ruined this story. Uh, we were going to do a thing about where you get all worked up about how when we go into a margarine factory or a bar or anything, I always insist on having a big long intellectual conversation with the proprietor. Uh, but we can't do that now because you've just got run over. And the other cat says, relax, I'm fine. I'm perfectly fine. I just got run over. Um, I've survived intact. There's nothing wrong, nothing wrong with me that a good couple of pints of milk won't cure. And the other cat says, that's fantastic. How come you're not dead? And the other cat says, oh, well, excuse me for being alive. I'm very sorry for not being dead. Fuck you, you cunt. And the other cat says, no, I'm not saying I'm unhappy that you're alive. It doesn't really affect me one way or the other. I'm just, I'm just wondering how you managed to survive being run over by a taxi. And the other cat says, why do you have to fucking have an explanation for everything? Will you fucking relax? You're not a scientist. You're not doing a show on the fucking Discovery Channel from 20 years ago when you used to have things about how everything works. Will you just relax? Just pretend I didn't get run over and we'll go back to the beginning and we'll take it from there as planned. And the other cat says, fair enough. Uh, two cats emerge from a margarine factory. And one of the cats goes straight up to a nearby taxi and hails it. And doesn't get run over or anything. Uh, he just gets into the back of the taxi and the other cat follows him. And the first cat says, why do you always have to have a big long fucking conversation with the proprietor of the bar or the margarine factory or wherever we go into? I'm always perfectly happy to just go take a seat somewhere. I had a great time in there sitting in the canteen. Although people seem to be surprised. They seem to think the the, the canteen was just for staff and not passing cats who were waiting for their oh waiting for their friend to finish his conversation with the with the fellow who runs the conveyor belt and the other cat says ah why would you want to be sitting there doing nothing oh that's fucking ridiculous the whole point of going somewhere is to le- interact with the locals and learn a bit about what's going on and maybe spread a bit of I'll spread a bit of positivity, let people know that there were talking cats who they can have a conversation with. Uh, letting people know, oh, letting people, integrating basically into, into human society. That's what we're doing. We're selling our species as a, as a positive thing. And the other cat says, wait, didn't you freak that fella out by uh, saying you were going to piss all over the, all over the conveyor belt uh, just before the, uh, just before the health and safety fella turned up. And the other cat says, how did you hear all that? You were up in the canteen. And the first cat says, you had to, you were talking fairly loudly. You had everything turned up. I was almost as if you were recording it on a, 
on a microphone on, attached to some tablet or something in the spare room. Uh, but your, your voice was booming out all over the place. One hell of a voice, I can tell you, for a cat. You have, If you don't mind me saying so, you have one hell of a voice for a cat. And the other cat says, I don't mind you saying. Oh, wait, I do mind you saying. You're saying I'm loud. I can be heard at the other end of the factory uh, down in... Is it at the other end of the factory, the place where you were, the, the canteen? And the other cat says, there wasn't really a canteen as such. It was just a place where uh, people go to eat their lunch and have a have a bit of a cup of tea or coffee or and sit down and wait. Uh, until they're called back to the called back to the conveyor belt to start doing their mindless task of assembling margarine, assembling kilo after kilo of margarine into rectangular lumps that can be crammed into a plastic carton, uh, or maybe bottled. I hear they do bottles margarine in there as well. Uh, when I say I hear, I mean I heard you talking about it to the uh, to the supervisor. And the other cat says, I did indeed. Did, wait, did we leave that hit the window or did we edit it out? I don't know. I can't remember now. That's going to be your problem now as well. Uh, what else was we going to say? Oh, yes, the harmonica thing. Uh, that's not relevant to this segment. Hmm. Uh, anyway, on with the show. Now, uh, I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking, Jesus Christ. Uh, so all that stuff about uh, looking to find the milkman was all something he just said in error. He forgot about it. He said, I couldn't find the fucking milkman when in actual fact they probably did find him a milkman. Oh, chillax, take a chill pill. Take a chill pill. Don't have don't have kittens. It's just a just a man in a podcast telling you a story to occupy your day. It's not a fucking uh, it's not oh, it's not that thing on the Discovery Channel where they tell you how the world works. Like it all has to be real. All has to be as real as be damned. Uh, even Discovery Channel figured out eventually that you don't nothing has to be real at all. You can just have oh, you can just have drama serials about uh, oh, they had one about, who did they have one about? They had one about, uh, not Einstein, the other fella, uh, the fella who did all the stuff. What was his name? Oh, no, it was Einstein. They did this thing about, uh, geniuses, where they did a drama serial. They covered the different genius every season. They did one about Einstein, uh, one about your wonder singer who died a couple of years ago. What's her name? Not Whitney Houston. It was older than her. Ah, uh, I forget her name. And then they did one about someone else who I can't remember who it was, but it was somebody I didn't really care about. So I only really watched the Einstein one. Oh, no, it wasn't Einstein. It was... Or was it? It was either Einstein or, or that... Uh, Oh, that psychiatrist fella, Freud. Uh, Freud. It was either Freud or Einstein. A ten, a ten-part drama series. I remember enjoying it immensely. Uh, whatever it was. Oh, I did. You're saying you're saying now. You're thinking now. Oh, he's probably talking crap now. He doesn't remember whether it was Freud or, uh, what's his name, the other fella. Who did I say? Uh, well, it was definitely either Freud. 
uh, or Einstein. I think it was Einstein now, now that I think about it. Uh, there was another thing about Freud somewhere else that wasn't very good. Uh, no, I did remember that I enjoyed it immensely. Just because I find it hard to remember the details afterwards doesn't mean I didn't enjoy it. Do you remember the details of every fucking football game you went to 50 years ago? Uh, you Americans who love your football games. Do you re- can you remember a football game? Can you remember, uh, if you think back to 50 years from today... Uh, what was the last football game you had been to before that day? And who played and how long and what did you have uh, in terms of food before you left the house? And how many urination sessions did you have? During? Oh, that's a thing. I used to, I'd forgotten all about urination sessions. I used to, in the early days of this podcast, I used to do the urination session of the week. Uh, I happened to be uh, recording this in my uh, in my mother's bedroom, uh, there's a. I'm right beside the entrance to the ensuite bathroom. Uh, in fact, now that I think about it, I could move this microphone. I could spin around this microphone arm and point it in towards the toilet. Uh, I could do a sit down session in the toilet. And this, I think, this would just about reach without even having to move the desk. That would work. Uh, but I'm not going to do it because that would be disrespectful. Still my mother's bedroom just because she's in the home. I'm not going to just take over her fucking toilet and start pissing everywhere uh, just to entertain you. So no, have a bit have a bit of decorum for Christ's sake. You absolute fucking co- uh, I'll tell you what I'll do instead though. I'll do a harmonica session of the week. Uh, here we go. This is, 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 um, I'll let you into a little secret there. I'm not actually playing the harmonica. I'm just basically breathing in and out through it. I'm taking breaths, uh, basically, between lines of my song. I um, just happen to be taking the breaths through the harmonica. Uh, so it makes a noise. And basically, like, it's like it's like using an inhaler. I could probably do the same thing with an inhaler. Do inhalers uh, produce melodic sounds? I don't know. Uh, so anyone out there with asthma, does your inhaler make uh, anything? Does that do anything like this? Uh, could be quite useful if you could make a loud sound that so people could monitor your breathing. Uh, so if you're having a panic attack or something, where it sounds like this, and people would tell you, "Oh, turn it down a bit. Take a look. go down to a three over six tempo. You're doing an eighteen over twenty four tempo, or whatever the I don't know the exact musical." Uh, names for that, where people could monitor your breathing like that very easily. I wonder if they do that in hospitals. They probably don't. They probably don't uh, because our hospitals are publicly owned and backwards. Uh, we have a state health service here that's fucking, they can't even afford a harmonica for a patient who's dying because they can't breathe. 
Oh no, they use some sort of, I presume they use other, some sort of other system as well. Instead, they have some sort of, oh, they have staff who go in and look at a screen and it'll say, this fella is breathing fine. Or it'll say, this fella is not breathing at all and this machine shouldn't be here. I should use this machine somewhere else where it's needed. Or it'll say, Christ, look at the lines on this graph. Uh, do something, this fella needs your help immediately. And it'll say that on the screen. Uh, but no, no, none of this. Uh, now that's, I got a bit confused there. I did f uh, about four out-breaths in a row without breathing in. Uh, that's because my, my, uh, that's because my breathing is retarded. I need help. I need to be brought into the fucking emergency room uh, where someone can go, breathe, 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 breathe. Or we'll get out the thing with the plungers, the people on your chest, and we'll pump electricity into you. Uh, which makes about as much sense as the fire brigade thing earlier where they're, Oh, where they're pumping fire, spraying fire at a fire. It makes about as much sense as that. That's how much sense the world makes. Now, uh, I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking, oh, that's that's very creative. He did a thing. Oh, he did a thing where you put the, you use a harmonica and you turn it into a thing for measuring breathing. I never, never, I would never have thought about that. That's very, that's very clever. That is, that's that's on, uh, that's on Einstein level. Uh, if Einstein was trying to think up some useless crap for a podcast instead of actually figuring out how the real world works, because the real world is has, is not going to take. No matter how ingenious these ideas are, they're not going to. Oh, they're not going to. Come through to fruition in the real world. Let's, let's be realistic about this. There's no health system that's going to take on board a, a thing that sounds like a harmonica and tell its staff, oh, you just listen out to how the harmonica inhaler thing sounds and we'll go by that. No, no, because that would be that would be a lawsuit, the Disneyland of lawsuits then. That's what we would have. We'd have the Disneyland of lawsuits in our, in our medical system because every second chancer will be go along suing, saying, uh, that fella, those staff there are not properly uh, tradition, uh, classically trained in music recognition, uh, so they weren't able to, they weren't able to assess my my loved one's needs. Uh, luckily, he's perfectly fine. He made a full recovery, uh, but I'm suing anyway uh, on behalf of, oh, on behalf of me, because I want to, oh, I want to sound right it's not for the money the money's going to go to charity uh no i just want to make a point i want to make a point i don't have a podcast to do it on so i'm going to do it in a course in the course of uh the course of the health service uh which is now the disneyland of uh the, the disneyland of wherever i said there was uh wait it would have to be called something else though because the the irish government does not own the the rights to the name Disneyland. Uh, they probably wouldn't call it that anyway. They'd probably just continue to call it the, the health service executive or wherever it is they're calling it now. They rename it every decade or so. I think it's called a... Oh, I think it's called some sort of regional executive thing again for each part of the country. You have a regional version of the health service executive for this part of the country and then you have a regional executive for, for this 
for the health service in the other part of the country, except if you go down to the other part of the country. The name over the door isn't uh, health service executive for the other part of the country. No, no, because you're in that other part of the country now. So it says health service executive for this part of the country. That's what it says. Uh, do I have something? There seems to be a bit of echo there. I hope it doesn't come out. Uh, I hope it doesn't come out in the final product because that'll be a bit... That'll be a bit much. I don't want to be a bit much. I want people to take this seriously. And calm. I want people to take it calm and sober. Uh, even though I'm quite animated, I want to, I still want to get across these ideas in a way that makes, makes them makes people think about them calmly. Uh, so if you're listening to this as you go off to sleep, go off to sleep now with these thoughts in your head. All these ideas about the the harmonicas in the hospital and all that, and have some nice dreams. Like your man now who the Beatles do, Paul McCarthy, he, he went off, he'd, he would think about things before the be- before he went to bed, and then he'd fall asleep, and in the middle of the night he'd wake up and he'd realise, I just wrote the, I just wrote a song called Yesterday in my sleep. Let me get a notebook pad. And then he'd take up his notepad, and he'd look at the notepad, and he'd realise, oh, I've already wrote it down. I'm writing in my sleep now, too. Uh, that's convenient. That's very convenient. Because uh, mostly, uh, as we all know, uh, probably even Paul McCart- Sir Paul McCartney probably knows full well, uh, do you have a dream? The first thing that happens when you wake up is that you start to forget the dream. Uh, so he... So he trained himself to to write stuff down in his sleep, and that's how we got that's how we got the following melody. Yesterday, all my troubles were so far away. Now I'm something something Tuesday. Oh, I believe it's Thursday now. Yesterday. Yesterday I did a lot of stuff. Then I went to bed and taught this up. Oh, I believe. Anyway, good morning. And yesterday, I believe. Till next time. In yesterday. Absolutely fucking fantastic. Goodbye.